two, one. Don't, don't do that. That's, that's annoying, that comes through? Uh, yeah, this is really loud. You want a drum roll? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's the American Soccer Now, it's under 15 minutes podcast. I'm John Arnold. And it's just Noah Davis today. This is going to be the weirdest show we've ever done, and that's saying something for this show. What's up, Noah? How's it going? Thanks for that drum roll, man. Just me and my drums, John. I am doing well. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, excited to talk about American soccer. If you've never listened to the show before, we have three categories. The categories reveal a prompt, and we debate that prompt for a little bit. We wrap it all up in 10 or 15 minutes because we know you've got other stuff to do. It's the weekend. The Olympics are starting this weekend. Maybe we'll even talk about that during the show. Let's see. No, let me just reach into the vault where I keep the categories. No, the categories are gone. Category vault. Uh oh. Where are they? Look, it's just there's just an envelope, and let me see what it. Look, I'm gonna open it. And it says it's adventure time to find the next clue. Talk about the USWNT's Olympic chances. No, this is this is unprecedented, but I guess we better do what this mystery envelope says. What did you think about the U.S. women's national team's opening game in the Olympics and their chances of winning the whole thing? Um, I thought their opening game was, you know, what you'd expect from an opening game. I, I didn't think they were perfect. Uh, I thought they were good enough, and they got the win, which is super important. I think we're going to learn a lot more about that team when they play France uh, tomorrow, because I think France is, you know, one of the teams that can match up with them technically-wise and skill-wise and physically-wise. Yeah, both both the U.S. and France have been a lot of fun to watch, uh, or at least traditionally fun to watch, and they have fun teams uh, down in Brazil. I think one thing that I took away from the women's uh, the opening game that the U.S. played was just kind of the melding of the team that won the Women's World Cup and, and the five, I think, players who weren't there as part of that run. Look, of course this team is talented and, and all of the, the ladies who were not part of that, that Olympic squad or excuse me, the Women's World Cup squad certainly you know, have proven in, in the NWSL play and friendlies that they belong at the Olympics as well. But I think the fact that they're kind of coming together and unifying with that, with the kind of regulars who were there during that Women's World Cup run is something special. And look, if the U.S. is going to become the first team to do that double, that back-to-back of the World Cup and the Olympics, I think it's going to be a huge part of getting you know some of the younger players who weren't there involved, you know, the Crystal Duns and Mallory Pugh, I think getting them integrated will be huge toward trying to get that gold medal. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's amazing how quickly it's happened. You know, it's the Women's World Cup wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was, no. it was last summer, you know, and they've had a huge turnover in terms of both, you know, big players in the team. Wambach is gone. Shannon Box is gone. Uh, players like that have, have retired. And, and also just sort of how they're playing. I mean, they've really changed a ton of things about the team. And it's still a work in progress. And as you said, I mean, they're still kind of melding the, the new and the old and the veterans and the new players together. But I, I think Jill Ellis really deserves a lot of credit for yeah. how quickly that has happened. And also, I think, you know, a lot of the, the players, I think, deserve a lot of credit, too, to just sort of how, how quickly it's all come together. I was going to say I think Ellis deserves credit because you mentioned that the, the change and there hasn't been that much of a, of a personnel shift although like you said some people have retired some people you know are no longer with the team there's some new faces coming in but I think it's very easy when you're the champion to sit and to not evolve and to not you know progress and not care you know you say we're the best I think that's something that we've seen happen not only in, in soccer with teams like Brazil maybe Italy to some extent but you know in other sports where the champion doesn't feel like they need to innovate they don't feel like they need to evolve and that's where you get yourself uh, into trouble. No, Noah, I just, I found another envelope at the bottom of the categories vault. I, I thought they were going to get another clue. Did the thing just, the well, envelope I just think, appear? I think the 
clue is in the envelope. Let me let me yeah. let me check out. Let me see. It's like else. Stranger Things. Yeah, I can't I can't believe it. Oh my gosh, I love Netflix so much. Uh, here's here's what it says on the second on the second envelope. It says, "Nice job on the Olympics talk, guys." Well, that's nice. Uh, keep talking about soccer and tell us if Julian Green can make the first team at Bayern Munich after his stunning preseason. What what do you think, Noah? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I, I, I don't think he can. Um, he has had a very good preseason. I do wonder a little bit how much of his playing time is a function of the fact that the tour is in the U.S. Uh, that's, you know, there's oh, there's always contracts about how much different guys play and stuff like that. Uh, not to take anything away from the success he's had, but obviously he's an American. It's, it's a big talking point for, uh, you know, a, a guy to be an empire and playing for the uh playing in America and American. And, you know, uh, it, it seems like his one place is maybe that center forward role. Um, I don't know. There's just, there's so much talent on that team. And I, I, part of me kind of hopes that he doesn't make it and that he does go out on loan again. Yeah. I, I think he could use another season of seasoning. Here's what I think. I think he's going to make it. And I'll tell you why, because the, the players are, there are a ton of players missing from this tour. I, I don't think he started necessarily because he's American. I think he started because there's really no other options. Uh, Robert Lewandowski, obviously, after the Euro, was resting. Thomas Muller, after the Euro, was resting. But other than that, there's not a lot of players who are at a true forward. You know, there's plenty of other attacking options on that team. But I think Carlo Ancelotti liked what he saw out of Green in that central forward role. I don't think he's going to play him wide. I don't think he. I don't think Ancelotti likes him there. But I, I think he's going to play. But like you, or excuse me, make the team. But I don't think he's going to play. No, like right. you said, I, I wonder if it would be better for him to leave. But you know. I, it sounds like, and, and even in some of the things that you know, I was able to talk to him about, uh, it, it certainly seems like he's dedicated and committed to Bayern. It's the club he's grown up at. He's been there since he was 14. He grew up outside Munich. So I think he'll stick around, but I'm not so sure that we see him return to the United States national team. No, this is a guy who, while he is doing well and had a hat trick in preseason for, uh, for Bayern Munich, he couldn't crack the Olympic roster. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that roster was a little bit... Earlier, he wasn't. He has seen had some success uh, in the time between the Olympic roster and, and now that I think we're getting excited about. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a tough thing. I, I do agree that you know it does seem like playing for Byron is his dream, and I understand that. Um, I think that from the outside, it's very easy to look at him and say, "Well, look, you should go on loan for another season." Right. But you know, we're not we're not in there. We're not in his head. I think it's kind of unfair to you know take that on without knowing all of the all of the details behind it and right. you know and and there is always that balance between club and country and you know your club pays you more and you spend way more time with your club and you know the playing for the US I think is an honor for all of these guys but there there is that weird balance and I, I get that too yeah, I mean, I think you make a good point that we don't know how he's feeling as a as a guy. You know, if he's a kid, you know, as a kid, you know, and why wouldn't it be if you've been with Bayern for for what is it? eight, seven, eight years of your life since you're 14 or whatever. Uh, I mean, certainly you, your dream would be to make that first team. And if you see that as maybe being on the cusp, maybe you don't want to go out on loan, especially after you did go out on loan and it didn't work out and you didn't get extra playing time. So I wonder if he's once bitten, twice shy on the loan thing as well. Uh, well, huh. No, I'm going to look into the categories vault once again. and I don't see any. Oh, oh, Noah, there's, there's writing on the wall in my apartment. Yeah, it's like Harry Potter now. Yeah. Well, maybe, I don't even know, maybe someone snuck in here with an invisibility cloak and wrote on it, but the writing says, hold on, it's in a different language. But I speak, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Naturally. 
Yeah, it's it's Urdu, but I speak it. Uh, partial let tongue. Me, let me trans. No, no. Let me translate. It says, uh, "After after so many negative, I guess tweets would be the best way to translate this word. After so many negative tweets about MLS, what do you think about Alejandro Bedoya joining the Philadelphia? Oh well, it doesn't translate really to Union. I'd say more like group or unity. But let's just say Philadelphia Union." So tweets translates, but union doesn't translate. That's well, that's tra- hard I to believe. That bit. word as tweets because it's like it kind of means like short messages, but you okay. know. I got you. Um, look, man, I you know I I think it's the same thing with a lot of these guys coming back. I think you'd love to see them stick it out in Europe and yada yada yada. I think it's great for the union that he's back. I think it'll be great for the league that he's back. I love that he's playing with Charlie Davis again. I think that'll be great. Um, you know, it seems like the union got a pretty good deal uh, getting him there. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, again, like with a lot of the stuff, it's a little bit TBD. Uh, I certainly understand people who think it's horrible that he came back. But like we were talking about with Green, you know, it, it's an individual guy making an individual decision. And there are so many factors beyond just the sporting side that I don't think people consider. I think also it's fair to like be able to be critical of MLS but still like it. I mean, that's what you and I do. Like neither of us really... I would say love what MLS does. I mean, with all respect, you know, we like working with the people there. We like covering the league. But at the same time, like, we've been very critical of the league in this podcast. And, you know, it does some good things. It does some bad things. And so I think, you know, a lot of times it's easy to cast a guy as like, oh, MLS hater. Whereas really maybe he doesn't have any animosity toward the league, but, you know, still is frustrated by how some of the things work in the league. And I think you can hold both of those positions without being you know, hypocritical when you come to join the league, right? I think like you said, you know, the money talks, the lifestyle talks, it's going to be nice for him to get together with a bunch of guys he knows. And really the union, man, they look like a pretty pretty intriguing little team that, that could be a difficult uh, difficult out once the playoffs come around. Yeah, I think, I think it's fun. I mean, look, I think it's on balance. I think it's good for the league for a guy like Bedoya to come back. Yeah. Also on balance, I don't think it's a huge deal either way. I mean, he is not going to make or break the league. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that all of the U.S. players coming back is going to make or break the league. Um, you know, I, I think MLS has gotten to a point, to its credit, where it's it's about more than one player or a handful of players and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, I, like I said, I, I see, you know, the argument for someone who says, Bedoya should try to stick it out in France. He should stay and, you know, or, or move somewhere. But, but at the same time, I mean, I think Bedoya is one of the relatively few success stories of guys who have gone over to Europe and really made a name for themselves and worked, worked their way up through the leagues. And so, you know, if he wants to come back to the U.S. and to MLS, now let him do it. Plus there's a difference to me between coming back from Ligue 1 and coming from the Premier League. You know, when you look at like a Dempsey move, I think that's that's in a different category than Ligue 1 because, you know, Bedoya wasn't playing at PSG. After that, the depth of the league really drops off. So, I mean, I still think that, that Nantes is probably a much better team than almost all the MLS teams, maybe all of the MLS teams that, that we have right now. But uh, but I don't think it's that much of a drop-off as compared to like coming from a Tottenham or even a Roma, you know? Yeah, and, you know, yeah, I completely agree with that. I have nothing more to say. Thanks, Noah. Yeah. Well, oh, that's interesting. There looks like there is a little note at the bottom of the categories vault, and it just said, this show sucked. Oh, that's not cool at all. It's not well, very nice. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but thanks to the uh, disembodied category uh, giver for giving us all these categories. Maybe we'll return to the previous format uh, next show, or maybe we'll hope that this thing shows up again. Uh, but for now, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. Really good job with the categories. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't write anything. Well, yeah, it's really, really good job finding them. You know, I kind of got bailed out. Apartment. 
All right. Well, next week, guys, we'll uh, we'll see if maybe I write some categories. Maybe not. Uh, you'll have to tune in to find out. But we'll talk to you more about all the things happening in American soccer. Then I hope you join us. Take care.